What is going on? It's Domcast episode 125. And if it's quiet, I'll ride. I'll eat you, baby. I need you in my life. Did I said eat you, baby? You know why I was saying that? Do you know why I was saying that? Because your boy just found out South Korea is trying to ban their people from eating dogs. Now, all dogs go to heaven, first off. You probably won't, but all dogs will. (laughs) All right. So, now, I believe in being as efficient as possible when you're a world power. Okay? Now, I just watched the White House press conference two days ago i believe and they're talking about kids in chicago who don't even have meat to put in the bread in their lunches right now uh we put down so many dogs and cats in the city because not in the city in this country america right because i know that y'all thought this was coming out of fucking germany but uh, no, we, we kill so many dogs and animals and we're trying to be so resourceful and we're going to go green. <laughs> well, what do you do? What do you do if you're throwing away a bunch of good meat? Are you being resourceful? Are you recycling? R-A-C-Y-C-L-E, recycle. Are you really though? So you got kids in America, right? The world power. The world power, if you want. I mean, we're the modern-day Roman Empire, and we are in the decline just like they were. But I I don't understand why we're throwing it out. So if you got kids in Chicago who can't put meat in between two pieces of white bread for their lunch, I think public schools need to wake the fuck up. All right? And And as the press secretary would say, I would like to direct that to the Board of Education. Because she can't fucking answer a question to save her life. All right? Now, if all dogs go to heaven, and I'm a hungry kid, dude. I'm a hungry kid. And I'm not going to sit here and talk shit about vegans. I know they think they have a cause. That's fine. Then they eat plants that are also living, which is fucking cute. But if we just took all the dogs that we put down, and cats for that matter. What's up, China? If we could just take all the cats out too and then use that process it it's honestly healthier than half the food you people buy it h-e-b anyway i can tell you my dog if i had one which i don't and if i did i think about eating it every day i think about eating june bug every single day guess what june bug your dog your mom's fucking cat guess what they're not genetically modified what you buy at H-E-B is genetically modified. Oh, I don't eat GMOs. Well, then eat the dogs. Then eat the cats. And then stop complaining about people, oh, well, climate change is real. We need to be more fucking green. Well, then start eating your dogs and eating your cats. Not even yours personally, unless it's like another fucking snowvid blizzard. Then I, I definitely recommend you figure out how to make sesame chicken sauce because that shit you can put on anything and it tastes good. All right? One third cup soy sauce. One third cup brown sugar. Two teaspoons sesame oil. I like to chop a little garlic in there. You need a little ginger root. You can put that on anything. 
You, if you were a chick and you're like, yeah, I like this guy, but I can't even. <laughs> Never mind. That's not even a good joke, Dominic. But you can put it on anything you need it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I think if we're going to be the most efficient world power and try to beat China, because they, they already took the lead about 10 years ago. If we got to beat them, we got to start eating these dogs. All right. And then next time you come to me and you want to talk about how South Korea is trying to ban it, I'm going to go, well, go eat your genetically modified chickens then. All right. And, you know, cows, cows have great personalities. I love you, felines, but if you're just so tasty, I'll eat your felines. And then, uh, I love you, canine, but if you get hit by a car, I'll have a barbecue. This is where I'm at today, dude. That's where I'm at. I'm trying to be funny, but the last episode I did zend out. It was on 9-11, September 11th. I was on a roll. And uh, something tragic happened, man. We lost a friend of the podcast. We lost um, one of my very, 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 very good friends, Jonas. And if you know anything about the podcast, you've listened to many hours of Jonas and I shucking and jiving. And that's not even the hundreds of hours in real life that we would just sit there and talk. So we lost a good friend. So right after I did that podcast, I lost a friend and then I didn't know how to talk about it. I didn't know how to talk about it. Uh, and I felt like I needed to address it because if you have listened to this uh, program, call in if you have. I'm just playing. Um, it's a big loss, man. It was one of the deepest minds I've ever known in my life. One of the coolest people I've ever met. The biggest hearts I've ever met. And during the whole quarantine, I knew him before lockdown, but during lockdown we spent pretty much all locked down together and we would just sit outside and on my balcony just talk dude for eight hours every single day every single day what you got is us rambling on microphones but it's one of my best friends and he's not here and uh it took a minute for i i i I drank heavy i drank really really heavy um for like two and a half weeks and i think people that they know me or they think they know me. I mean, they know I like to indulge and I'll go hard, but this wasn't healthy. I mean, I was drinking so much gin, I was drying out. Like my scalp was fucking falling apart. My face was falling apart. Uh, my heart was falling apart. Like, you don't just wake up one day. Uh I don't want to get too. I don't want to get too into it, but I had to figure out how do I get back and talk to y'all people. But without you know, I needed to address this, but I don't want to make this whole episode about that because I think he would. I know Jonas enough to know that he's looking down right now and probably going, Dominic, stop being a fucking. You're being boring. You know, you're being boring. And uh, he would want me to talk about people trying to, you know. Ban fucking people from eating dogs, dude. It's South Korea, dude. I love you, canine. And if you're just all right, I need you, canine, in my life. You know, cats are harder to eat, though, because they got nine lives. So that's that's harder. You can eat eight dogs before you can eat one cat. So that ratio is kind of fucked. It's kind of like, well, I'll take a a filet of halibut instead of like 12 shrimp, you know? (laughs) (laughs) 
And I knew Joe's would like that because he used to he used to come over and bring like seafood and stuff from where he worked at the time. And I don't know. He, I just trust. I. You, you got this weird trust with friends where it's like, I trust you because you're my friend. I trust you enough that I'm not going to think about it more. <laughs> but he used to bring in steaks and seafood and then he cook them on a, he cook them in my crib. And we just have these super, like we would, we were having lavish dinners during the lockdown. Like Jonas would come over and he'd be, he'd be like, I got some redfish. That's not how he sounds. Obviously, if you go listen to, you know how he sounds. He's like, I got some redfish. I got this. I got that. One time. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, there's an episode with Jordan Webster. Uh, if you go listen to it, I don't know what, but he came over and he had Kobe beef, and he wanted a pan sear Kobe beef, and it wasn't cooked all the way. And Jordan, I'm sorry about to tell the story because it is funny in the long run because you didn't die. So Jonas is on the cast iron, and he's got rosemary and butter, and we're like listening to like, I love you, baby, it was just all right, I need you, baby. And he, he then cuts it on the first one, right? The first steak. And this is like right after we got done recording, and she takes a bite. But she's not used to eating. And it's like butter when it's cooked well. And Jonas could cook like a motherfucker. He was always front of house because people loved him. People, he had that energy. He, like People were like a moth to flames to this guy. And they were just attracted to his energy. And he had such a big heart. He can get along with anyone. I remember like being able to go to places. And I didn't have to say my friend's coming. Because I, 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 there was no warning. It was just like, it doesn't matter. You're going to love him no matter what. And that's how he was, dude. It's very unique. It's very hard to find someone who encompasses all the empathetic feelings and such a big heart all at the same time would still be in a dick if he needed to be just you know carry a big stick when you have to and he did and that's one reason i miss him but i remember jordan she she took a bite of the steak which is amazing by the way thank you jonas and you're looking down watching me do this right now and you're probably fucking laughing at this one she started choking on it it was like halfway down her trachea because she was trying to eat it too quick because it was so good. It had the butter. It had the rosemary. And it's kind of like, hey, hey, chew your food, kids. Chew your fucking food, right? Start choking. Now, I was being very zen about it. I'm like, okay, she's in harm. She has a child. This could end bad. But if I freak out, everyone else will freak out. And Jonas, he understood that. I looked at him the second it started to happen. He was still in the kitchen. He was cooking the second round of the steak. And now my friend's over here turning fucking red, about to turn blue like a damn bomb pop. And I'm like, okay, I kind of know the Heimlich. I've never used it in real life, but I learned it. Thank you, seventh grade at Zachary. So I get up and I just slowly go around Jordan. I go, boom, and I give her the Heimlich and the steak comes out. And Jonas, without missing a beat, the second he knew the situation was good, the second he knew the situation was safe, Jonas goes, damn, that steak was so good it almost killed her. <laughs> oh, and you need people like that in your life. Oh, I love you, Jonas, and if it's just all right, I need you, Jonas. You're in my heavenly life. So, uh, so this is this is my piece. This is what I gotta say with Jonas, man. I love him more than anything. 
and Jordan, I'm glad you didn't die, but I'm telling you, man, Jonas was something else, and he is missed, and uh, I had to go through all the steps of grief. I never had to do that like that before, and I was just mad. I was mad at God. I was mad at myself. I was just mad, um, but um, he's one of the greatest, dude, one of the greatest to ever walk the fucking earth. I love him to death, and if you ever want to... Uh, I can't, I, I, I try to listen to some and I did, I got through like 20 minutes of one episode, but hearing his voice right now is still too fucking hard for me. And, and, and when I do that, I'm like, then I'm drinking gin and I'm just trying not to think about it, but, um, I'm here to try to celebrate his life now. So, uh, as we push forward, we move along here, we move along, move along. I had some emo nights this last week. That was the vibes. That was the vibe and all the emo singers are great but <laughs> i love you emo dude they were creating literally i'm trying to like distract myself from everything i just talked about and i just gotta go Tommy, let's get back to all dogs go to heaven you know jonas he's in heaven baby because all dogs go to heaven and you know I don't necessarily know how to do dogs, but I feel like teriyaki would work well. But like I said, I mean, if you can make a sesame chicken sauce, I mean, you're good with anything. You could have some dry turkey that one of your family members made, you know, on a holiday, and you just put sesame chicken sauce on it. It's fucking over. But uh, um, damn, I might need a second here. I'll be right back. All right, we're back, we're back, we're back. Oh, so uh, I need to take a moment on that one. Uh, so I've been working for a new group. I know uh, we're talking about like working with French restaurants. I did the, the rooftop bar. Y'all know what's going on. Uh, this new group, the support system, is crazy to think about having... Not just management, but your friends, which is the best. I, I haven't been in this kind of environment in a while where, not the bar environment. Y'all know I did this for seven years before I started doing wine, and then I served tables at the fancy hotel, the Whataburger at the Pearl, I call it, <clears throat> back in the day, if you ever listen to those episodes, which I still love that place, and I eat it like at least twice a month. Um, this group I work with is just the best. I remember my first shift with this group, I walked into the bar, this bar called Hanzo, which I'm very proud of being a part of. And I knew the server, I knew the manager, I knew the support staff. I said, oh my God, I want my friends. This is what it's all about. This is why you do this industry. This is why you're in the food and bar game. Besides like getting the food and drinks, like that's, because if I did a nine to five job, right, over here, Crunching numbers, you know, kissing hands, shaking babies and calling people all day, 40 hours a week where I want to blow my brains out. Don't even add the fucking commute every day. You know, oh, I'd hate my life. And I would spend all my money on going out and eating good food and going and uh, having great cocktails. But this if you if you're in this industry, you eat well and you drink well. I'm not going to say for free, but for essentially it's like a benefit. So, I mean, everyone's got benefits. You know, I I don't have Blue Cross Blue Shield, but I got Blue Crab. 
fucking Sauvignon Blanc and a couple of Negronis if I need it. Um, but it, it it's a it's a good system when it's tight knit like this because let's say I fuck up at work. I am not. It's not on. It's not on me. I'm fucking over all my friends. I'm fucking over the people that I'm close with. And I feel like that keeps people, uh, I say on their toes, but it keeps people like most people get, they don't get fired or like they'll leave jobs because like management here. It's kind of like, well, don't be that asshole at the party that ruins it for everyone. I don't want to like make anyone mad. I'm part of this group because of my skill set. So let me use my skill set the best and let me do my best to make sure your life's better, your life's better, your life's better because you're making my life better. And that's what, that's how you should run it. That's how they run it. And that's why I'm happy to be a part of it. I love you, Hanzo. And if it's just all right, I'll be a blue box. I need you in my life. So love it love it love it love it june bug's getting big jolie is a squirrely little thing i try to get her spayed i'm trying to get her spayed if you know anyone that has connects dude please help me out because snap opens up their uh, openings for the next week every friday at 4 30 i log in at 4 32 there's one appointment left and then it's done so if anyone knows how to do home uh spay and neutering Please help me out. I don't need a cat abortion. I don't think Texas has outlawed that yet, but I just need my little kitten's tubes tied. Okay? <laughs> oh, Tommy, this just opened up a door. Some shit you want to talk about, but you don't want to talk about what you should talk about. Dude, isn't it so funny? Like, I have I have friends of all, like, all these gender classifications and shit. I roll with it. If one of my dude friends is like, I'm a woman now. I'm like, you're fucking hot. Those tits, like fake tits are almost always hotter. I mean, there's some good natties out there. There's some good natties. But I mean, some of my dude friends have some of the best looking tits because they get to pick them. <laughs> they're, they're like making a Mr. Potato Head. And they're like, well, these are options. And I know in his dude brain, well, part of his dude brain, it's his female brain, but you know, he grew up seeing titties all the time. He goes, I want those. And I go, hell yeah, you do. And they can even choose like areola size and whatnot. That's dope. And then when I see like my female friends that have like transitioned into men, the one thing I'm just like, you still have a womb. <laughs> if, I, if we're going to the movies and I need to hide like a couple candy bars, can I put them in your womb? What, dude? I mean, you still have one. I mean, you know, I love it. Welcome to Tomcast, episode 125. You know, I'm going to make this a short one because I think it was a little mentally draining a little earlier on that, but God bless. Could you imagine it? Just, if you had a womb, use it. Marsupials did. That's why there's kangaroos. And Australia eats kangaroos. And I've, I like dunkaroos. I've had a couple of those. But Australia still eats kangaroos, so I have no problem with South Korea eating dogs because all dogs go to heaven. I love you, baby. Dominic, this might be one of the most annoying podcasts you've ever done. Uh, that's a lie because you've done way too many. They're way more annoying. Well, I love y'all. 
I'm gonna slowly, slowly take my canoe and go off into the sunset like Dexter on the last season right now. But I'm gonna be back Sunday. I have Jordan Berlinga, the two-time guest of the year. The fucking king will be here Sunday. And we're going to drop an episode for y'all. I'm not gone. I'm still here. You're the best. I love you. I still might eat Junebug and Joe Leaf. There's another fucking blizzard. Rest in peace, Jonas. You're one of the best friends a friend could ask for. Until the next episode. <laughs>